Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. The NFL Challenge Command Center. They finally showed what this room is. Yo, Dan Byer, you're a, you're a man of expertise. Have you ever seen the control center until last night? I, I have once or <laughs> twice, and it looks like they haven't cleaned up from the other times that I saw it. it w- Dude, it looks like a dirty radio studio. <laughs> Not even as nice as most people's man caves. Right? I think we all thought it would be like... Seven, you know, eighty-five inch screens yeah. with like sixteen K. That's not even vented. I know. I'm. I'm assuming we were going to see some high tech technology guys with microscopes, guys, uh, you know, with a uh, special technology. Seem like a bunch of middle aged dudes in a weak ass man cave. They're like, yeah. What do you think? Did he catch it? it looks yeah, like I where, think he did. What do you think, John? Where the old guys used to hang out at your old little league. And I don't know what they would eat. Smoke cigars back there and talk about kids they're going to draft. Oh, yeah, a little uh, Jimmy McWilliams. No, it looks like something from the VFW hall. Yeah, it looked like a couple old guys in a VFW hall with 40 inch TVs on the wall. <laughs> yeah. That was your command center. So between the command center and Marianne Du. Well, that's why they don't show you, though, because that's what it looks like. I wanted some Keep NASA the fantasy crap. Line. I wanted it to look like a spaceship was about to launch. Right, right. Like there's a see- reason. Put it this way. If there's a room in someone's house that you've never seen, there's a reason for that. It's where they keep their mutant family member? It's where they keep their sloth of the sloth? family. Sloth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or there's something weird going it's on. dirty. Like, my Uncle Joe has a bedroom in his house. No one's ever seen it. I haven't seen it since 1980-something. Now, I don't know what's going on. Now that the secret has been uncovered, do you think the NFL is scrambling today to like get a cleaning crew in there? And there's yeah. a guy measuring right now for bigger screens. Yeah, yeah we got to take got, the paneling down. We guys. got some uh, batting board or some uh, nice wainscoting on this wall. On this wall, and the uh, singing uh, sea bass has to go. Uh, you know, we got to refresh this place a little bit. But I, again, who cares? I get it. They're getting the job done. I'm not saying a call is going to be determined based on. The quality of the room, but when you picture the NFL command center, oh, let's go to New York for the replay. What? I mean, or, the name itself like makes you think that, like you said, it's something out of Star Wars. I'm oh, picturing a bunch of dudes. Center. I'm picturing like Apollo 13. <laughs> Remember, the, there are, it's a bunch of like nerdy dudes wearing short sleeve button downs, like accountants with ties. I imagine they have to laser your eye, like do an eye scan to let you into this place, and then you see that, and it's not that at all. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, you're picturing to even get in. It's like, where you did got, they go? You they, got some Terminator technology. No, they seriously, they're like, all right, we're going to go to the VFW hall now and get the official <laughs> word. <laughs> Yo, Bob, can you put out your cigar? It's blocking my view. I'm trying to make the call here. Did no, he reach for like, the first down? Like, like where a bunch of old guys are hanging out. Like in my hometown from Union, New Jersey, it'd be like the Elks Club or the Knights of Columbus or something like that. American Legion. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a very American <laughs> Legion. We're going to go to the American Legion and get the word. Veterans of foreign wars. A bunch of old guys in... 
short sleeve button my, downs I, and cigars. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. My dad used to play poker in the basement of a VFW hall in my hometown with a bunch <laughs> with a bunch of the neighborhood guys, like the guy that owned the pizza place, the yeah. guy that owned the deli, a couple of veterans, and they would order Italian food. It would I would go there once a, every couple of years, like your father forgot something. I'd have to knock on the door. You're like, this bunch is of, the command center? Yeah, a bunch of old guys like smoking cigars and cigarettes, watching a fight on the TV, playing poker. What That's what it? the command center looked like. What was like. the name of the place that um, Fred Flintstone was? We always wore that oh, hat. The, oh, oh, the, the uh, water buffaloes. The water buffalo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Bonnie, make the call. Was it a complete pass or not, you know, Bonnie? I haven't been this disappointed <laughs> since Rich invited me to his wedding in San Antonio. And Rich was like, it's right by the Alamo. And we went to see the Alamo, and it's right next to a McDonald's. I'm like, that's the Alamo? <laughs> people, people have said I'm that. Like, about- I picture the Alamo like on a field all by itself. You're like that? No, like, no, no. The no. Alamo. Uh, there's two other places like that. I, ha- I still will want to go to these places in my life, but apparently the pyramids, we assume like you're taking a camel in the middle of nowhere to see the pyramids. Apparently they're off like a highway. It's like, oh, they're the pyramids. I mean, I'd still be pretty of course, pumped to see yes. them, but there's certain things that you have this this impression of, and then you get there, and you're like, that's it? I heard it's impressive. That's how you feel about the command center. I heard it's impressive, but I've also heard that Mount Rushmore is way smaller than you think. Like, I'm picturing the most majestic, like, I'm picturing George Washington's head, like the size of a skyscraper, but apparently it's like, just a ma- it's, it's pretty tiny compared to what we imagine again any other let still want to go see it any other letdowns come to mind let us know 877 she took her clothes no 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 no, oh, no, okay. no i mean like you know you have this impression or this vision and you Wait. see it and you're like that's it what was that movie though where the girl took off her weave her fake leg all that it was oh i'm gonna get you sucker yeah <laughs> right i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah it was an old keenan ivory wayans movie um but if you have any other thoughts like that, let us know. That happened last night, along with the game, like we said, where the Dallas Cowboys showed to be the stronger team. And the criticism today is like, again, sports is so fickle. Fans are so fickle. Commentators so fickle. Oh, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott. The week before, everyone's saying Dak Prescott stinks, right? Dak Prescott. Doesn't. And then this week, it's Justin Herbert can't close the game. Justin Herbert can't finish a game. He's a great quarterback for the first three quarters and then can't close a game. The same criticism that Lamar Jackson's getting this year. So before we turn the page on last night, Monday Night Football, shout out to Marianne Du, biggest super fan in Southern California for the Chargers. Looking all passionate. You got to love that. No, that's great. It was great TV. And, I'm, not, and- I'm not asking you if Marianne Du turned you on. But is it is it is it a turn on to you when a woman is passionate about the way you're passionate about like the Yankees? Uh, passion about anything is is important. Like I think. I think people used, have. If you lack passion, you're a boring person. But if if you saw a woman that was super passionate, let's say about the Chicago Bears, and she was throwing things at her jersey, I think it's on great. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm not saying not like fiery, passion. not fiery, because fiery could mean a pain in the ass. Passionate means you have a love for something, and that love is contagious toward whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Like, there was a girl I I dated who I was way into, beautiful person, but she was passionate about nothing. And I wanted to, like, shake it out. What are you you passionate about? Give me something. And it, it, it provides for a boring relationship and atmosphere and that was the fun that she brought last night she pulled you in and made you pump for the chargers yeah it's like uh my wife when we were dating i took her to a dodgers game she jumped a giants fan in the parking lot and i was like yeah love it first true love love it first left hook (laughs) that is beautiful daddy I know your wifey is a big sports fan. Is it, is it a yeah. bit of a turn on when you're like, yo, she's into it as much as I am? Oh, yeah. When I see her completely into a Dodgers game, that that definitely is attractive. Yeah, no, when, without a doubt. When I you agree are, When you are cut from a competitive cloth as a man and you see the woman you're interested in or with show passion and and I guess you would say like that, that level of uh, enthusiasm. enthusiasm towards something you're into or she's into. Yo, that's the bonus. If they're passionate about whatever it is they're passionate about, that's great. But if they could be passionate about things that you introduce them to or something that you're into as well, man, 
congrats on oh, that. So shout out that's, to that's the bonus. Marianne Dew, shout out to the command center that looks like a smoky old crappy VFW hall. I know there's other great examples though of you built this up in your head and then you got there and you're like, Yeah, it's not what I pictured. I pictured it to be way cooler than this. Oh. I feel I've had those letdowns a oh, few you know times what, Spud, in my life. You took your wife on your ten year wedding anniversary to Bora Bora where people you know those like you know those like uh, Sounds, the hotel like over the water. Boring, boring. No, but I mean, like, was it everything you dreamed? Because we all <laughs> oh, picked it. Yes, like the turquoise water over, with the pathways out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that's you, that's what I think of Bora Bora when yeah. you say that. Those it was huts, absolutely like that. So it, it, it lived up, but it there's lived nothing up. to wow. do. But there's nothing to do there but lay there like that, and which is which is great beautiful. if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Do you do you think this is? I don't want to say sacrilegious, but do you think this is bad? I we wanted to see the Grand Canyon. And we went and saw it, and you literally looked out over it, and it was big canyon. It's grand. It's, it's grand. grand. <laughs> and you looked at it for like about a minute, and you went, "Okay, yeah, now what? Now what?" Oh, you pulled the Chevy Chase on vacation. Maybe yeah. you put his arms around uh, Russ and Audrey, and, he's, he just, and he just nods twice, and he's like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I that could the... be for a lot of people. That could be like not not taken very well because a lot of people with the Grand Canyon is like this this isn't it like a one of the world wonders. It is. Like that? Yeah, it, but it, it really it's is beautiful. Like, I'm not saying it's, it's not. It's hard for your brain to even figure out what's going on because it's so grand but there's nothing to do unless you have some sort of Brady Bunch connection where you can yeah. actually ride a, a donkey, donkey yeah, I was going to say they, they spent an afternoon in jail to go see the Grand Canyon <laughs> yeah. John's just poo-pooing you know, again I, I can't speak from experience I can't speak from experience but from people that have told me Seeing the Eiffel Tower in in Paris oh, is kind of like yeah, all right. That was nice. It, it lights up at night. Yeah. Yeah, right. I think the food there stinks. Same as like <laughs> the, the Statue of Liberty. You picture it being much more majestic. It's it's not that huge. But I think it's pretty dope. But it's cool. I guess. Look, I guess it's a matter of what you imagined, and then you know being let down or not. So when you say command center, though, yeah, that's like having. It's just false advertising. Oh, yeah, do you know why? Because the, you know, because in our minds, the NFL is a multi-billion-dollar organization, and everything is so opulent, big. The NFL is as big. Everything they do is big. So when they're like, "Let's go to the command center," it's like they're renting out the twelfth floor, and they're they're probably not even in New York. I bet they're in like Secaucus, New Jersey, <laughs> saying they're in New York. So I don't know. It was just unimpressive when you think about it. Let's go to um, Rambro in New York. What's up, Rambro? Hey, buddy. I thought it was going to be this big rock that you might crash a ship into, and it is not the case. Not the case. Oh, oh Plymouth Rock's Plymouth. like a little, yeah. It's like yep. a, That's a great one. It's a tiny little rock. It's a little rock. And it's surrounded by like a little observation area. Like a little wood observation. Little, yeah, and it's like yeah, that is it's weird. whack. You're you so right about it, that. You look Dude, down. Plymouth Rock. I assumed you, it was like the size of an iceberg or some crap. Plymouth, <laughs> Plymouth doesn't rock at all. Yes, that is weak. Plymouth is a rock that if you're not paying attention, you might try to take it home. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't leave that there. That's Plymouth Rock. Now, just just so people know, you might want to explain. Uh, there are people that probably don't know what Plymouth Rock is, right? Then they should go back to school crack and not listen Ramos. to our show. Crack a book. <laughs> oh, I, we. I do. I'm just saying. There, there are probably people listening that you know. We say it like it's just. You know what? We, yeah. Let okay. Them, I'm let just them Google. Well, there, well, there's Chrysler Rock and Plymouth Rock, <laughs> right? And, uh, uh, and then there's also Audi Rock. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna Mercedes break in a minute rock. or two. You got five minutes to figure out what Plymouth Rock is. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually gonna Google to see what they would come up. There was with, also like, a Brady Bunch episode where they did a film on uh, Plymouth Rock and the Pilgrims. <laughs> so if you want to tie it into that as well, Wait, Plymouth Rock. Plenty of time. Isn't yes. that what uh, Creed Creed sings? Plymouth Rock, right? <laughs> oh, that's Christian Rock. My bad. Um, is that a channel on Sirius XM? Like only in November? <laughs> yes. Plymouth yes. Rock. Yes. Plymouth Rock. <laughs> it's on the Yacht Rock channel. They they rebranded. Yes. <laughs> in yes. November. By the way, uh, just just Ramos to clear it up on okay. December twenty sixth, sixteen twenty, day after Christmas, when they uh, disembarked from the Mayflower. There it was. They stepped onto Plymouth Rock. There we go. Okay. And. Uh, that rock, like you said, I thought it was like a mountainside, huge, monstrous like type of... Nope. It is the same as like a rock you would see on the beach in Santa Monica. That's like, a good one. Was, yeah, I that's call, a good one. It's called BS. It was probably covered in snow in, in December in, in Massachusetts in 1620. They don't know. They're like, that rock. Pick that one. You think it's like Morro Bay, right? That big rock. Yeah. Right? But yes, like that's enormous. Of course. Yes. I'm picturing something like that. It's Yeah, there's a lot of good ones, but... 
That is good. And Dan, usually people get upset because it's always fogged in. So a lot of times yeah. you can't even see it the whole time you're there. Yeah, it's enormous. So this all deriving from our disappointment of the command center. I'll tell you the one thing that lived up. I'm no, I'm not like some world traveler. I went to Europe on my honeymoon, and I'll tell you what. I know they've talked about having a UFC event there. The Roman Coliseum might be one of the few places where I was actually like, holy crap, this is wild. Yeah. One of the few places where it lives up. You're like, yo, this is the, you're looking around like, like, barbarians and animals and people fought in here and that, it's a wild feeling to be in the Coliseum. Well, that's the opposite. Yeah, yeah the opposite. Um, let's talk to Brian. In Fresno. In Fresno, you're on the Cavino and Rich hey Show guys, Fox Sports Radio. You. What's up? Have you ever been to a taping of The Price is Right? I have. And yes. you know what? That is a... This guy's a plant. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> the person next to me got called down to contestant trial. I told the story. I knew I didn't know the guy at all, but... I jumped up and hugged him and cheered just so I'd get on TV. Stole his screen I time. stole his thunder. <laughs> I hugged him instead of his family hugging him. But no, much like uh, apparently Saturday Night Live, if you go to any late night show or set for the matter, a lot of TV sets are like, yo, this is really small yeah. and unimpressive. If you ever have the chance to go to New York or if you're in New York, go on the NBC studio tour. And you see all these studios and how tiny they really yeah. are. What, what, did the caller like? Did he say? Was he going to say the Plinko board was small or just, just like uh, the set? Or? <laughs> it was. It was Plinko. Just didn't live up to the expectation. I <laughs> saw the wheel of Wheel of Fortune that you spin, and it is very small. Like you think it's this enormous, massive oh, wow. wheel, and it is not. How about Pat Sajak's head, though? It's really big, right? <laughs> Mondo, <laughs> yeah, he's got a big head. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of the game shows, Price is Right. It looks huge, but I bet you even the the wheel you spin to try to hit a dollar, you're reaching yeah. up and like a, a six foot guy seems like he can almost touch the top. It's probably not as massive as we think. Sure, sure. And uh, you think that there's like eight different versions of that stage and there's just oh. one stage and three doors. Right there. Uh, Bruce in Texas. What's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. I just wanted to kind of chime in. I know you had mentioned the Alamo. Yeah. And actually being from there, I have um, had a chance actually, you know, like you said, you go up and you think it's going to be this complex and it's just literally one building, but I didn't realize that I learned later that the city just literally, not saying they disregarded it, but they just built around it. And yeah, no, dude, my, my wife is, uh, my wife's from New Braunfels, Texas, so I'm familiar with the area. Yeah, they, they just sort of like, oh, there's the Elmo, let's put a Subway sandwich shop next to yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see, but it's just not what I had imagined. The Riverwalk, isn't it the same thing? Like, you think it's like this massive... It's around there, it was yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, but when you actually see it, you're like... Oh, this is it? Greg, in New York. What's up, Greg? You're on CNR. What's happening, guys? What up? Uh, I don't want to disappoint you, but the command center is actually in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) Not surprised. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Greg's like, yeah, I'm in Massapequa, Long Island. The command center is in my basement. Some guy Bart lets you in. Uh, Tim in Florida. What's up, Tim? Hey, Tim. I, my wife dragged me to Kyoto, Japan, to see the famous rock garden, and it's up on the top of a high hill. And they, the, the Japanese photographers take ground level photographs of it, and it looks like it's huge. You know, they do seasonal, like time lapse things of it. And we got there, and it's like the length of a extra point and about twenty yards across. And I asked my wife when we got there. I said, "Where is it?" And she got so mad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, it's a letdown. Yeah. Uh, Nick in New York, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, brother? Hey, uh, this one's about uh, more of a name of something. My girlfriend planned like this four day trip for us, and she told me like three days before that we were going to the Poconos. And I thought that we were going to a tropical island, and it's like the middle mm. of November. <laughs> so I packed everything. She <laughs> broke. <laughs> Poconos oh, sounds exotic, dude. That's so funny. Poconos, bro. Uh, you guys are you guys are West We're Coast from guys. The East Coast, so you know, that's hilarious. Let me tell you something. Ramos, Danny G, oh, the, the Poconos. Poconos. Oh, the Poconos are where middle. My parents were there all the time. It was like the yeah, middle like, class parents weekend getaway. The way they have like, like heart shaped hot tubs and like ski yeah, resorts. It's like a seventies resort area. Oh, the like Poconos. Ski and yeah, look, you know what it's like. It's like we, we work in radio. So, you remember growing up listening to the radio, it's like finding out that Handsome Dan is the ugly guy at the studio. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait a second, you're the guy? It's just disappointing. What about if a super fan of one team was actually a fan of another team? 
And guys, Marianne Doe, it's pronounced. Oh, okay. NFL memes has tweeted out that there's a picture of her in a Vikings. I've heard this. No. Do you see this? No. Apparently she's this been is, a wow. Over the you, last 10 minutes, you this wouldn't. has started the swirl. Where's the breaking news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, she got so much airtime. That's ridiculous. 21 minutes ago, NFL memes put up a side-by-side shot of a woman in a Vikings uniform oh, that looks uh, eerily similar to uh, Miss Doe in her Chargers uniform. Now, I'm going to throw this out there, Dan Byer. Well, hold on. I know know the bosses don't like the breaking news sounder unless it's really breaking news. I think that was deserving. (laughs) I mean, after (laughs) last night's game, she got more airtime than Justin Herbert. (laughs) Hold on. But in today's world world of artificial intelligence, in today's world of photoshops, how do you believe anything the minute someone gets traded, you see that guy in a brand new jersey. How do we know that's just not doctored? Yeah, is she originally from the area and moved to L.A.? Is that possible? Oh, I don't she know. She said on an interview, she was on Pat McAfee earlier today. She said she moved to L.A. 20 years ago, and that's when she became a fan. Now, the Chargers have only been here for, what, you know, seven yeah. years, however oh, long it's been. Okay, so. Um, but there is San Diego. And it's not to say that she can't be a fan of another team, but it's also the fact of what is the NFL trying to sell us? I'm not a mathematician, but that doesn't quite add up. Yeah. Say it ain't so, Marianne. This is is the worst day since I found out Crazy Eddie wasn't the guy in the commercial. The worst thing you could do is become a viral sensation because they will tear your past apart. They will find out everything about you. If you're a regular person that finds this, remember the girl that fell off a stage and Stafford left? Yes. And and everyone's like, oh, first they were mad at Stafford. They're like, wait a minute, we dug up that that girl's a racist. Like, there's always, you, you don't want to be thrown in the public eye if you're yes. a regular person. Yeah, this woman's yeah. just cheering on. But again, night. the conspiracy was the Chargers need fan marketing. And that was a plant. And that was a plant. So this does go to that theory. Poconos. <laughs> Poconos, anywhere? Poconos. Poconos. Uh, oh, this is uh, Poconos by the Beach Boys? <laughs> it is. That's the, number, the last time one hit song was Poconos. Poconos. <laughs> That's where you want to go to get away from it all. Way down in Poconos. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was a funny story. By the way. He's not the only guy. Our buddy Rocket Dog in Minnesota hit us up and said he always thought the Poconos was like a Caribbean island as well. And that's true, but I mean, our, our Minnesota fans really—that's clever. Oh, I'm that's kidding. Hilarious. Ouch. Our boss is a Minnesota guy. Jamaica. By the way, ooh, I wanna take you Bermuda, Bahamas. Cavino and Rich live from the Cavino and Rich Command Center. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a&e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote It's not that your boy, Rich, Brock Purdy, stinks. Here's what I'm getting out of it. Okay. It's not that he stinks, but he stinks. That's what he's saying. Well, he's like, there's a reason he's a seventh-round well, pick. Well, let him blah, say blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. Because like, he does a bit on his show where he plays clips from other shows. So I'm just, I hear his show, does a great show. I hear him do this. So I'm like, you know what? Does anyone ever take his clips? What does Scott Leap say? Take a listen. This is not me saying, you know, it's like, oh, you, you, you think Brock Purdy stinks. No. But there's a reason that he was a seventh-round pick, the last pick of the draft. Every team in the NFL, including the Niners, had six other opportunities to take him and passed. Most teams had seven opportunities to take him and passed. In a league that needs, values the quarterback position far more so than any other position, they had a guy who'd started his entire college career. They'd seen a ton. And they're like, yeah. And you saw why this weekend. Like, well, he lost two of his best offensive weapons. Yeah. And that's where the real dudes step up and make plays anyway. You know, I, no, I like the, la- the last part of that. How could he deny that? That's where people step up. That's what makes someone a superstar. I'm not saying I agree with the rest of it, but what he said to wrap it up makes sense. No. No? It it doesn't at all. Okay. It doesn't at all. Um, You're right. Doesn't. I got your back, Rich. No, you you (laughs) does got leaps. You can can agree with that. Listen, people swing and miss in every draft in every sport. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. I mean, you you can make a monster list of... Oh, this guy dropped to the third round? How is that possible? This guy was undrafted? Crazy. This guy. And you, then you go through the top 10 picks and all the drafts, like who made it? It's so subjective, right? We're, 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 we're looking at three guys. Look at last year's NFL draft, quarterback-wise. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. We still don't know how that story ends. We could guess. But we still don't really know, right? Right now it looks like C.J. Stroud. He's the guy. That's the that's the winning pick. Houston, way to go. Richardson injured. Yeah, I, I look at it this way. Brock Purdy is 11-1 and one in the regular season. I'm giving him that extra win. You and I were at the game. He took over for Garoppolo pretty early on in that game and sealed the victory. So In as, the first game, yeah. As a starter, Brock Purdy is 11-1. and one. 23 touchdowns, five interceptions, highest QBR in the league. He's doing everything right. Leadership in the locker room, precise passes, doesn't make bad decisions. His football intellect is off the charts. He didn't get drafted because, as you've said before, not super big, not a rocket arm, not... Justin Fields, Mahomes type of speed out of the pocket. Right. He prospers with intangibles. It's like if you're above average in everything, but not elite in a category, it is easy to get overlooked. For sure. He doesn't have explosive speed. He's not 6'6". Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not. he doesn't have the arm strength of, let's say, a Justin Herbert, like a Dan Marino type. So you're going to say Brock Purdy. He's above average in everything, but not elite in anything. But why are we not saying that he's an elite decision maker, which could be one of the most valuable traits in any sport, including, you know, knock hockey. <laughs> including, and, and you, uh, said, uh, you said something including, along. Including uh, billiards. Any sport is decision making, right? So if, if he's a great decision maker, why is that being underrated? And he played the Cleveland Browns, who 
are ranked first, second, or third in every defensive category this season in the NFL. And historically, right now, or on pace to be a top three defense of all time. I'll tell you why. Because in sports, for whatever reason, you're talking about 11 straight wins and all the great things he's done. It's always about the last thing you did. And Garrett, Smith, Walker, and Newsom, the- J.O.K. That defense is full of superstars. And it was a a gritty, dirty, drizzly, rainy day in Cleveland. Trent Williams, McCaffrey, Debo, everyone's a little banged up. Listen, Brock didn't play great, but I, I think that's like so such so a zero reflection on what he has been and what he will be for the 49ers. Dude, are you gonna tell are you gonna discount anyone that had a rough game? Mahomes threw a couple picks against the Jets. Yo, know who had a really bad game last week? Jalen Hurts. You down on him? Josh Allen has games where he looks like trash, and then he looks like the MVP the next game. Everyone has their ups and downs. And not and, just And you could say, even though he had a, an average or below average game, he still left his team in position to actually win that game. Yeah, and that's which listen, is what you want from your leading I don't want to say star quarterback, your starter quarterback. But why are you so reluctant to say star quarterback? Because he doesn't have those star qualities yet. I'm not saying he's a top five. I'm not. But what I'm saying is But if, if he wins everyone's, that's all that matters. everyone's so reluctant to to, you know, pat this guy on the back and I'll tell you. If Moody, which put me in a bad Moody, if Moody kicks that 40-yard field goal, last night, that game-winning field goal was 38 or 39 yards, and it, I, it, my, as, I, as we watched it, I was like, oh, it's a chip shot, which makes me realize, oh, 40-yard field goal is a chip shot. The Niners missed a chip shot. While Brock Purdy played, statistically, probably his worst game as a Niner, he still, when it mattered at the end drove the ball down the field, and put the Niners, managed the clock properly, put them in a position to win the game on what is considered in the NFL as a very manageable 40-yard field goal. If that kick goes through the uprights, if it's two feet left, know what the narrative is? Yeah, Brock Purdy had a rough game but found a way to win. So, again, I just think anyone, including our pal Doug, or anyone on this network, any network that's that looks at that Brock Purdy game and says, oh, there he is. He's not that great. What does Gottlieb say? I just think it's a, a way, it's an overreaction. What does the Fox Sports Radio Nation say? Did you look, I'm, 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 cur- I'm truly curious. Do you look at Brock Purdy's performance against an elite defense? The first thing I texted you, Rich, just to prove what I'm saying, it's funny. Well, is real. This. NFL yeah, on Fox is showing uh, the clip as we speak. Is showing it right now. They're showing it right now on FS1 and on CBS, saying how Brock Purdy in that last drive he did move the ball, and again, bad game for him. Yeah, but doesn't I mean, everyone have down, a bad game? He was didn't down it? some stu- superstars, put him in field goal range, and that's all you expect. And the first thing I texted Rich after I gave him about a half hour to simmer down was, "That's not on. That's not on Purdy. That's not on Purdy. That loss is not on Purdy." Uh, they should have had that, and I think he doesn't get the credit because, again, he doesn't have any standout qualities, but what he does have, you mentioned accuracy. That accuracy comes from he puts himself in great position. He has great footwork. He has great feet to give him the balance to throw with that accuracy. He has good feet, but no one's going to talk about that as far hey, man, you see the feet on this guy? Wes in Vegas hit us up just now. At Covino, she goes, your opinion? On the money. He goes, how many times did Brady, while Brady had a hell of a lot of great games, he goes, how many times did a guy like Brady have a mediocre game but found a way to drive his team at the end of the game for like a Vinatieri game-winning field goal? He did that. The Niners kicker just booted a 40-yard field goal. The thing is, what I was saying before, it's like, well, what did you do your last game? He had an average game. That doesn't mean he's an average player. The game before, he smoked the Cowboys. Smoked the Cowboys. Right. Now, who missed two field goals? Jake Moody. Isn't that a little bit more of a problem? Rookie. Yep. Got to work on it. I mean, it should it should be interesting to see how Brock plays moving forward, but I, I think it's... Uh, all right, look at Mahomes, right? Well, that look, game he, again, the game against the Jets when they won, and people said, oh, the Jets got robbed. Remember that? Bad calls? Yeah. Mahomes played like trash. But what did he do at the end of the game? Found They found a way to, to win the game. 
good quarterbacks find the way to win. But a lot of times that good quarterback finding a way to win is putting a field goal kicker in line to kick like a 30-something yard or 40-yarder, and then the quarterback's the guy that did it. When the field goal kicker misses, unfortunately, the quarterback feels that too. All right, so you heard Doug Gottlieb's side. What does Gottlieb say? And you heard Rich's side. Keep in mind, Rich took that personally because he's a 49ers fan. And that's all you expect from your starting quarterback. I don't put think him he... in position to win. It didn't go his way. You know, Tom Brady is is a great example of a guy that didn't have standout qualities other than a good looking dude. Wasn't the fastest guy. Didn't have the best arm. But he was a good decision maker. Sometimes guys with too many great attributes that could get in their way of. Of being a great leader and great decision maker. Oddly, oddly enough, it might not be a guy like Mahomes, or I'm thinking Cam Newton, a guy no, with Mah- so Mahomes, many great Mahomes is a great example. Mahomes is a great Mahomes example. Mahomes would fit into that system. Mahomes is a great example because, oddly enough, they're off to their best start in the Mahomes era, I think, like numbers-wise and what they're doing. But I look at Patrick Mahomes, and there are times where if his touch is slightly off, you've seen it where he's like, he just doesn't have his touch because he's so dynamic of a player. Decisions. It's it's interesting. It's interesting where the quarterback takes the blame or not. I think that's what this all comes down to. He's just taking the blame when it's really the oh I got it. It's really Moody that messed it up for him because, as as Gottlieb said, that's when superstars step up. That's when leaders step up. I think he did what he was supposed to do in that moment. At the end of the Chargers Cowboys game last night, you could sum it up with this: Scott Van Pelt's down on the field. SVP. Heads looking perfectly shaved. Got that nice suit on. Troy Aikman and Joe Buck kick it down to SVP. And he's like, all right, coming up, we got this. We'll talk to the, I guess you would say, like the, the star of the game. We don't know who that is yet, though, because we got two minutes left. With two minutes left in the game, that star could have been Herbert. That star could have been a field goal kicker that kicked a 60-yarder. It could have been like... The you know wide receiver three who you snagged zi- the catch. Zip it. The star of the game was Marianne Doe. We knew that. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> we don't we don't we don't know who the star of the game is with two minutes left. So again, if they make that field goal, who are they talking to after the game? Brock Purdy. Hey Brock, you had a rough one. Well, the weather was tough. We held in there. We fought. We were physical. This and that. And uh, you know, we had that game winning drive to set up Moody. Moody shanks the kick. Now Brock Purdy stinks. You know what? It's hard. It's going to take Brock Purdy a longer time to shake that stigma of Mr. Irrelevant. He's going to have to win a Super Bowl. And And then then you know what will happen? It comes back to that, too. It's like you might not have been saying that if he was a high draft, right, or someone that came with that clout. There still may be a little bit of a conversation, though, Kavino. I was watching some of the talking heads on TV, and their debate was, does Brock Purdy need one Super Bowl or two? Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, they're <laughs> yeah. already going there. So yeah, wow. Aaron Rodgers has one. Yeah, I know. Come on. All right. That, that's so funny, though, because right. that that's how strong that stigma is with this guy. Yep. All right, let's go. Let's play our game. Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Had to stop by to see my homies, Cavino and Rich. Hey, hey, hold, hold, Kelsey, hey, chill out, man. I'm here interrupting Mike Tyson. You're trying to interrupt me. It's all about me right now. It's Showtime Mahomes Trivia. It's a Tyson Tuesday takeover. This is, like, disrespectful. I don't, no one even told me about this. I'm really sorry, Mike. Ramos, how are you going to let this happen to me? This is my job. This is, this is my role. You just can't come in here and like and just take over and disrespect like that. Uh, why not? Is that Mike Tyson? You get the week off, Mike. Let's go. All right, welcome in to CNR on FSR. It's an all-NFL edition of Showtime Mahomes Trivia as oh, security hey, walks Patrick. in. Hey, hey. Hey, Broke guys, Mahomes. Hey, Patrick Mahomes here. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Welcome back hey, what's in. what's up, Ramos? What's up, Patrick? Hey, how's it going? Hey, we saw hey, you were in... Hey, Fox Sports uh, Radio. Hey, sorry, Danny G. Hey, no, I was just going to say, we saw you in the news recently on TMZ that you dropped a whole bunch of money. Oh, yeah, me and Kelsey, man. I call him the Dreamboat now. I call him the Dreamboat. We bought, uh, <laughs> bought into an F1 team. Uh, Racing Taylor, team, man. Is Taylor coming by? Taylor, no, but my, my mom finally met Taylor Swift. 
The oh. wax, the wax, Taylor Swift at Madame Tussauds, which oh, by yeah, the way is very disappointing. I heard your previous <laughs> conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Patrick Thanks. Mahomes here. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> All right, as one of the faces of the league, Patrick, you're going to be asking NFL trivia questions today. We're going to meet the contestants right now. 17-time winner, oh. Rich Davis. Yo, what's up? 10-time ten, ten, <laughs> winner, Dan Beyer. Hey, hey. Six-time champs, Body Boy. Hey, and, and looking to win a CNR Nerf football on our studio lines, Cliff in Kentucky. Hey, what up, Cliff? Hey, Cliff. What up, Clifford? Hey, hey, Cliff, let's get to know you a little bit. What's your favorite sports team? St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, look at that. Okay. The original cheating team. Ah. Ouch. <laughs> All right, uh, Cliff is going to be our contestant. Remember, your name uh, is your buzzer. Here, In fact, here are the rules for Showtime Mahomes NFL trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. I'm a, I'm two-time two time champ. They'll be the champ. If there's a tie, we have a tie-breaking question. Your name is your buzzer, as I mentioned, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's get it on. All right, I'm here. I'm here. Patrick Mahomes. Round one. Who was the first player in the NFL to throw for 4,000 yards in one season? Was it A, Joe Montana, B, Joe Namath, who you hate, Rich. I know you hate that guy. <laughs> or C, Joe Theismann. Uh, Rich. Rich. Theismann, C. No. Oh. Oh. Cliff. Cliff for the steal. Uh, Montana. Uh, no. Name it. What? Yeah. Struggling. Uh, oh, the answer struggling. is uh, Joe Namath. 1967 Namath also threw for more interceptions than TDs that season. 28 to 26. But he, but he threw for just over 4,000 uh, yards. Okay. Crazy. All right. All right. We move on to round two. All right. Patrick Mahomes here with question two. Who holds the record for most touchdowns in a single season? Is it A, LaDainian Tomlinson? B, Marcus Allen, or C, Emmett Smith? Dan. Byer. Uh, LT, LaDainian Tomlinson. Yes. yes. boy. Byer go. on the board. DB. All right, round three. By the way, Tomlinson had 31 touchdowns back yeah, in the Yeah, that, that was when he was like fantasy football dominant. Yeah. Remember those times? I also All want right. Cliff to clarify, is it the baseball Cardinals or the old football Cardinals with Neil Lomax that he's a fan of? Just curious. Yeah, it was actually actually when the football Cardinals were out, I did like them too. He All right. Oh. There we go. Sounds like hey. he just likes birds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, Cliff, if Cliff wins, he could choose between a Nerf uh, football and uh, Vince Coleman's tidy whiteies, right? Let's <laughs> see in our bird feeder. <laughs> All right, as we, we'll go, the football. As, we go, <laughs> as we go to round three. All right, uh, Patrick Mahomes here with the third question. How tall was the shortest player in the NFL? Shortest player in the NFL. A, 5'1", B, 5'2", or C, 5'3". Ah, damn. Cliff. Oh, damn. Flyers trying to I get the win. I got to 5'3". No. Oh, Cliff. Cliff. Cliff for the steal. Five two. Ah. No, there was a five one player yes. that's shorter than most women you've uh, ever dated. <laughs> His name is uh, Jack Shapiro. Uh, he was larger than life, actually, <laughs> but uh, he played for the Akron Pros in nineteen twenty one. Damn. Five foot five one. one. Wow. Guys, make he makes Darren Sproles look like a giant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Byers the only one on the board as we move to round four. All right, who was the first team to win back to back Super Bowls? A, the Pittsburgh Steelers, B, the 49ers, or C, the Green Bay Pack. Rich. Oh, come on. Oh, so oh, Dan, you're not see. quick. To the- uh, Rich got in there first. Yeah, Packers, one and two. Yes. 66. I want to review him. I think on Kurz, he said his name. Told you, told you it was rigged. Yes. <laughs> All right, so it's between uh, Bayer and Rich as we go to round five. All right, which NFL player famously said, is a great quote, by the way, when you're good at something, you tell everyone. When you're great at something, they tell you. A, Jerry Rice. B, Walter Payton. Or C, Jim Brown. Dan. Cliff. Buyer for I'm the gonna win. I'm going to go Jerry Rice. No. We got Cliff Did Cliff get in there? Yeah. Cliff. It was uh, Walter Payton. Yeah. It was Walter Payton. Yeah. So we got a three-way tie here as we go to the tie break. Dan, I only knew that because Jerry Rice is the <laughs> least braggadocious guy. 
of all time. So I imagine he wouldn't even say that. He wouldn't even say yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So this is between Cliff, Rich, and Buyer. No multiple choice. Just buzz in with your name to go first. Whoa. The closest without going over is the winner. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Ready, guys? Yeah. All right. Tiebreaker. How many career tutties have I thrown so far? Anybody want to go first? I'll right. say 204. Okay. Buyer 204. Uh, I'm, I'm going to... Oh, again, oh, you can go ahead, Cliff. Cliff. I'm going to say 220. Okay, and Rich? I, I, I don't want to... I'm not playing family... I'm not playing prices <laughs> right $1, but uh, Patrick, I did write down 189. I wrote 189. So All right, well, the answer, guys, is... 203. Oh, Rich won because he didn't so, go over. Oh, so, Dan, you went over on. by one. Wow. <laughs> by Meyer one. went over by one. By one. I, 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 feel like, I feel like Dan should get that one. I don't know. It smells rigged to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey, Cliff, we'll send you that in their football and some Vince Coleman tidy whities And, uh, guys, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want the tidy whities <laughs> We'll send you a photo of All right, hold on, hold on, guys. Uh, maybe you want my tidy whities I'll sign it for you. I'll sign it for you. All right, guys? All right. Uh, All right, later, guys. Thank, thank you, you. Broke Patrick. Later, later, guys. All right. Uh, damn fire. The real champion. What's up, man? Uh, we got a game uh, two tonight between the Diamondbacks and Phillies. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. Who's chalked up? Bryce Harper oh, on his so chalked 31st birthday. I'll tell you what. Last he's night, blowing out finger candles. My play of the day, and I'm a Mets fan, it's tough to tell you how much I love Bryce Harper. Blowing out the 31 candles. He's all chalked up. Now, I'm sure there's some people that don't like the showiness of it, but in the room, can we all agree Ramos, Danny G, did that rub anyone the wrong way? I loved Bryce Harper blowing out the 31 candles on his oh, fingers. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool as hell. <laughs> Everything he does seems kind of cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. And it goes back to one of our earlier in the week conversations, and I think we he's could all... He's a dude's dude. He's a dude, definitely a dude. <laughs> I think I heard that somewhere on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I think it's a dude's dude. <laughs> Somebody I, said that. I'm telling you, there's something about Bryce Harper that it's hard to hate him. Even he's on my team's rival. He's, I, we, he's got a lot of dog in him. Yeah, he's got yeah physicality. You know, it's all the key <laughs> buzzwords from sideline to sideline. And again, uh, when you're hitting, home, what does he have? Like four home runs and something like that. When you're doing that, you can't. I think you can go a little overboard, especially when he did the like the cut of the neck. And the, I like that's it. That's pretty hardcore. I like it. When you do that, that's like, uh-oh. They showed us a statistic on FS1. Well, I heard the Diamondbacks took that personally. I Did they really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> took it okay. I'm just throwing out all the cliches. All the cliches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, they were showing, you know, he's got... He's got some Reggie Jackson October type of numbers, so Bryce Harper delivering. Ah, but hello... Doug Gottlieb said that's when superstars step up. Yeah, man. in the playoffs, not yeah, in week, not in, in week six against in the Browns. Big moments. That's that's how you change the reputation. Why don't you go hang out with Doug Gottlieb? I'm 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 saying there was some truth to what he said at the end of his statement. 
Like that's what erases any well, sort of I, reputation that you may have I earned along the way. I don't totally disagree with everything right. the guy said. I'm just saying that. I mean, you I said think, you hate the guy. I mean, you said. No, I'm just I, kidding. I like Doug a lot. I'm I just, joking. I was just saying that. You look at Brock Purdy, and it's just so easy. The everyone, it's you know how people were just waiting for Coach Prime to mess up. Of course, they were just waiting. Like, come on, Lou, so we could be like, ha ha. I feel like there's a lot of people. I'm not saying Doug was one of them, but I feel like there's a lot of people the same way they were like, the minute Coach Prime lost, it was like, ha ha, ha. They were waiting for Brock to have a mediocre game so they could be like, see? Yeah. I told you. You know what's so like, rich. Uh, that VJ Vernon Husky guy. I told you. Purdy doesn't, guy. Purdy's pretty relaxed. I mean, he says everything right. Sanders is pretty yeah. in your face. Yeah. I think that's why people were more into him losing. Brock Purdy walks a straight line, and he's always had something good to say about everybody. So uh, I think there's a difference in, in those two. You went, yeah, Brock Purdy and uh, Brock Purdy and Deion Sanders, not the same guy. Yo, I want to throw something real quick. I, I don't think we'll have time to really discuss, but Christian McCaffrey, his injury from what I'm reading is all is all a matter of pain management. Like sometimes you could, there's a guy where it's like, yo, his ankle, he can't run. He can't do it. Or, yo, his shoulder, he can't throw a tight spiral the way he needs to. There's different levels of injuries. McCaffrey uh, uh, Shields can't play with that thumb like that. Yeah, th- th- there's sometimes where it's like you, dude. Can't I can't the football. A football quarterback when his thumb's banged up, I get it. Or a wide receiver, his hamstring. Like, how's he going to run the route? McCaffrey seems like it's all based on pain management. Like he could play, but every time he gets hit, it's going to hurt. So. Is it crazy for an unconventional? Now, I know there's unconventional ideas. People will be like, that's ridiculous, Rich. You know, someone's probably going to play this clip on another show and say, I'm dumb and dope. <laughs> but what about the crazy idea of you got Elijah Mitchell, who I think he's not as banged up. You got Mason. The Niners have a decent backfield, right? What if you put those guys in? And if the Niners jump out to a lead on Monday against Minnesota, you say, yo, CMC, chill. Now, if it's a tight game and you really need to win, then you're like, yo, Christian, you ready to go? I've never seen that done where it's like, yo, we'll need you. We'll use you if we need you. It's the, because everyone's focused on, could he start? How about we don't worry about him starting and see how the game unfolds? I don't think that's a crazy idea at all. Unconventional, maybe, but so not a bad idea. Think of that. Maybe we'll discuss a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, catch the pod and we'll see you. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Later. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.